from the newsroom of South Coast Today. This is ST Speaks, a podcast diving deeper into the news of the day and covering hot button issues that matter to you. You're listening to ST Speaks. Welcome back to Courtside with Kurt, our weekly ish podcast on the uh, comings and goings of the courts and cops system around New Bedford. Joining me, as always, is Kurt Brown. Thanks for being here, Kurt. Thanks for having me, Brendan. And I'm uh, yeah, Brendan Curie, digital editor here at the Standard Times, and Kurt is our longtime Courts and Cops reporter. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the case of Jose G. DeBrito, mm-hmm. a 31-year-old New Bedford man who uh, police allege or is an accused uh, serial arsonist. That is uh, correct. In the North End. Uh, he, he has been, he's only been charged with two counts of arson. Mm-hmm. But uh, police have said that there could be more pending charges. That so is kind of explain this to us here, Kurt. Sure. Uh, the, these were fires uh, this summer that absolutely terrorized the uh, near north end of New Bedford. They all occurred uh, basically within the time frame of uh, about 1030 at night to maybe 2, 3 in the morning. That was the profile of the arsonists. Uh, the police brought uh, two charges uh, against uh, this man, uh, Jose DeBrito, and one of them was on uh, State Street, the other one was on Myrtle Street. Um, they occurred a few hours apart, October 11th, October 12th, and um, those, and then so Last those are the two month. that he's been charged with. Those are the two that There's he's like been October charged with. October 11th and 12th of Myrtle Street and State Street. Correct. And a Bristol County grand jury on December 21st uh, indicted him on two counts of arson, uh, arson to a dwelling or to a residence. Uh, he will now be arraigned in Fall, Fall River Superior Court, uh, where he, the penalties are much greater. Um, and he's being he, held without bail until then. Right. He was, uh, the DA's office uh, sought a dangerousness hearing uh, against him on October 19th in New Bedford District Court. Uh, Judge Bernadette Saber uh, found that the DA's office had satisfied the two-prong requirement, determined he was dangerous, and also determined that the only remedy to ensure public safety was his detainment. He is at the Bristol County House of Correction where he is being held. So what is the story then with these other seven According to the police chief, pending charges. That is correct. Um, in October, the police department, the New Bedford Police Department, sent out a press release saying that he had been charged with seven additional charges, seven additional fires, uh, all for arson. Um, I went to the courthouse last week. There are only. I went to New Bedford District Court. There are only two charges against him. Um, I spoke to Chief Cadero about it, and he said these um, seven additional charges are pending. And I think he uh, he said that they were optimistic that they would also result in indictments. That is correct. Now, arson is a very hard crime to prove. I'll just say that as a cautionary note. 
So he is charged with the fires on October 11th uh, at 149 Myrtle Street, and then a few hours later, a two-story home at 245 State Street on October 12th. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. The other charges which are pending include fires at 79 Adams Street on July 28th, 475 Cogsall Street, July 31st, 470, 472 Sawyer Street on October, I'm sorry, August 2nd, 140 Hathaway Street on October 8th, 78 Peniman Street on October 8th, 405 Myrtle Street, Purity Supreme on September 7th, 231 Myrtle Street, October 30th. Uh, Those are the ones which are pending. Um, There were comments on our Facebook page uh, indicating, oh, how about the fire on Sawyer Street, meaning the one at 470, 472. That is one of the seven that are pending. Okay, so so now uh, stepping back from this specific case right. for a Correct. second, let's go through kind of the the normal procedure that mm-hmm. any case would go through, not specifically this one. So the police make an arrest. Correct. Of course, and then they was present charging documents or provide charging documents to Well, they may not court. make an arrest. Okay. Uh, somebody may be in custody. There mm-hmm. is that possibility. And then they may seek additional charges against them. Uh, they will bring these. Uh, uh, they will bring what is called an application for a criminal complaint to New Bedford District Court or to any district court, and they will ask a clerk magistrate to review it for probable cause. So the clerk magistrate has the option of not charging if he uh, this person not he he or she feels there's not probable cause. In that case, he will give the documents back to the. A police department representative and uh, instruct him that um, it's not there yet. The mm-hmm. case isn't there yet. I don't think there's enough probable cause, and they will have to do an additional investigating. Now we don't know. We don't if know if that's the case here, correct. but that could possibly. That is that is a scenario where this type of situation could happen. That is correct. That is one possible explanation for what has happened. All right. So now going back a little bit, they do seem to have a good amount of evidence on those two. I mean, I say a good amount of evidence, but some evidence at least on those two uh, fires that he has been charged with, the one at 149 Myrtle Street and then the one at 245 State Street. So there is a a person matching his description has been seen on video surveillance riding a bicycle uh, in the direction of the State Street fire and then riding away at a fast uh, rate of speed. Uh, they also have some surveillance, I guess, video or something. They know mm-hmm. that he left and returned to his residence 18 times that night in about a four-hour window, five-hour window. And then um, later that night, between 10.40 and 
3.20 in the morning. He left and returned 21 times. Mm-hmm. So he just he was doing something where he was coming and going from his house, either on mm-hmm. foot or on a bicycle, mm-hmm. for, in the end, uh, yeah, what is this, about uh, nine hours or so, nine plus hours. That's correct. And in that time, these two fires were set in, in that vicinity. His attorney um, at the dangerousness hearing said that nobody saw him starting the fires. They've seen him um, acting suspiciously. They've seen him in the vicinity of the fires. They've seen him going back and forth to his house in the wee hours of the morning. But no, there's no, no actual thing that connects him directly or, or eyewitness. So Based we'll on court documents. Based on court documents that we know of so far. So right. uh, definitely a case we'll be following, and I will certainly be paying attention to those seven more Pending, I'm sure you'll be checking uh, pretty consistently here. Well, I will be, and we'll be covering the arraignment uh, when it's scheduled, and uh, we'll be there in the courtroom when it's held. Now, uh, I guess one question is, uh, since since he was arrested, have there been any other, or that you're aware of, any other arsons in that area? There have not been. All right, so that might say something. But uh, again, you know, it's some a lot of it's speculation at this point. But he, uh, Joe, Jose G. DeBrito, 31 of New Bedford, has been uh, indicted on two counts of arson of a dwelling or a house. That is the news, correct. All right, well, thanks uh, for being here again, Kurt, and trying to break it down for some of our readers and listeners out there. And thanks, Brendan, for having, uh, having me. I, I hope we've brought some clarity to this uh, um, case. It's, it is difficult. He has been indicted on two counts. Uh, seven others are pending. Yes, the uh, most concise way we can, we can put it at this point. That's right. So as always, you can listen to Courtside with Kurt on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, and on Omni, and uh, also on our website where you can read Kurt's work as well as in the print edition of the Standard Times. Thank you, Brendan.